This is Adam Nutter. And this is Greg Trout. And we're Nerds with Words, and you are listening to the BS Podcast Network. Transgender, uh, female, transvestite, and ladyboy brothel. Hell yeah. You so gay! I'm ass to ass with this businessman right now. <laughs> Check out a poopy butt on the cover. There you go, that Paul Rouge! <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to Dropping Loads. I go with that Milky Way. And I'm Pouch. And I'm Lionheart. Lion motherfucking heart. Second episode I'm on. Woo woo. Is this going to be like you guys talking about Flavor of Love for the fucking I mean, 25 season minutes? two of Flavor of Love. So let's get into it. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, after that, epi- after that episode, I took about a week to finish season one. Less than a week. It took me, it took me about three days. I found it on YouTube uncensored. Um, so I watched... Uh, all the flavor Wait, of love in three what days. What do you mean by uncensored? Like, there's titties? There's titties, yes. On YouTube? On YouTube? On YouTube, yeah. Ooh. Whoa, YouTube. wait, 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 hold up. Yeah. There's titties in the show? Yeah, there's titties. There's a few girls that show their titties. Then they, they couldn't show titties. I really titties hope on... it's not hottie, though. Those no, not hottie. Head at all. Titties. They, was, they one could... of them was Smiley, and then the other one was one of the, forgot what that chick's name is. The other one with a drinking problem? <laughs> it's all gibberish to me, these names, but yeah. they show titties on VH1? No, of course not. It was censored. It was blurred out on VH1. Then how do you get the uncensored on DVD? It was it was on DVD, and someone uploaded the uncensored DVD version on on uh, YouTube. And YouTube is not taking it down. Not at this moment. I don't think YouTube's top priority is Flavor of Love season yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when is it? Is it that thing where like can you see the whole movie, or is it just like they cropped it into like a corner? No, of it's it? it's completely unedited. Yeah. Like there, it's not sped up. It's not yeah. It's not cropped in the corner. They they don't. I, I think, hate that you find like I a think, show and then it's like cropped. Yeah. I think the only thing is that they did was that they flipped it, so it's it's backwards. Oh god, that it. must be annoying. No, it's not. Annoying not really. It's one of those things you don't notice until like there's I, writing or something. Well, yeah. I I notice like when it comes to maybe because I'm an editor, but whenever yeah. I, I flip an image, we wouldn't know because we don't edit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you wouldn't know. Yeah, we wouldn't and, know. <laughs> and when you flip an image, like a person's face. To me, it looks backwards. Like, especially if I know the person. No. It just looks weird to me. No, I don't notice it. The only time I notice is when it says, like, it shows the lo- the VH1 logo on the and bottom right, and it's backwards. Yeah, yeah. That's the only time I notice it. Otherwise, it's just, it's fine. There's All right, no so maybe, I, should I watch Flavor of Love? I've never seen it. So it's, it's first season, so it's good. It's trash TV at its best. But you said there's titties, so. Yes, there yeah. are titties. And Dude, she's some a bullet points girl. I'll give you you need to watch it. First episode, <laughs> someone gets their ass kicked and gets sent home. Also, someone shits on the floor. No, that's season two. That is, no, it's season one. No, that's season two. He dude. just watched season I one. I just saw season one. <laughs> it was season two where the chick got her ass whooped for uh, mm-hmm. trying to pick the bed. And the other girl's yeah, like, that's my bed. That was Safari. <laughs> so, yeah, she she got her ass but it beat and then later on when they were like sitting in the um, sitting in a waiting room waiting for Flav to like deliberate apparently she tries to offer him well the black girl who beat the shit out of a white girl. Yeah, what a shot. Yeah. And then she and then she's like <laughs> Safari who's a black girl is like, You want some lip balm? You know, and then from there she did she she created a lip balm and marketed it and became a big fucking thing, like a product that she sold because of that one moment in that show. 
and she kept praying like please please god don't let me it's just like don't let me beat this girl ass right now or some shit like that like shit like it was just it was the, it was the best that was definitely the first episode of season two so wait oh, i was remembering that season one so are you gonna watch season two now i saw some of season two then i got bored but i got to like the last couple episodes of season two season two is not nearly as fun in my opinion uh because new york made a big fucking difference in season one yeah new york mm, is that's, that's new, yes new that's york that's the one who looks like the muppet from yeah. the, you know like the muppet band with the lips and the closed eyes <laughs> yeah I don't know what these girls uh, look she, like. He so. doesn't watch. I don't think you know. I'll about pull the it Muppets up. But either, I'll pull it up. But continue talking about New York. I don't know and the who. You don't know about the Muppets very well either. Do no, you? I don't. Yeah, know. so God damn. he doesn't know the Muppets either. <laughs> I just know some. Muppets. You can't. You can't give him like an old American reference because he won't get it. You know. But assimilate you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't um, but New York is a huge personality from the se- from the show. Fucking garbage she's she's like the shittiest person she's like a black chick right Mm -hmm. i think was she like on the apprentice did she go on to other shows that's amorosa (laughs) (laughs) fucking racist new york (laughs) has gone on to a lot of shit though like she uh because because she has such a strong ridiculous personality um she got her own she got like three series of her own on vh1 and then she got she just spun off and did her own thing because of that show that's her you sure that's not the one from The Apprentice? Mm-hmm. No. Oh, you racist. And then I'll pull up the Muppets. <laughs> no, you racist. But wait, who, who's Amorosa? Amorosa is, um, I think she used to, she was on The Apprentice. She got her, her um. But that's where she started? Yeah. Uh, the she, Apprentice? She, um, she, was on Appre- she was on Apprentice and she her she launched she launched her career from The Apprentice. And I think right now she's like a, she works for the Trump administration or, or did work for the Trump administration. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know who you're talking about. <laughs> so it's. Yeah. But she makes the show in season one because she's so devious and and very fucking um, just a garbage person, unashamed. Like she has no shame in, and she's very open about how she's a shitty fucking person and she doesn't yeah. give a fuck about anybody. But people still go to her for things and they still confide in her, and she uses that against them. And she's very she again she's very open about how she will use that against them. But people still do, it. and so she's fucking with people. Was yeah. she? Was she, she, was, she the she one that was with, uh, hoops? And then hoops was gonna beat yeah. the fuck out yeah. of her. Hoops is another girl. I'm guessing she's she, she's the one. She's the one that won. Yeah. She's not like super ghetto. She's she's super athletic. So yeah. she's got like an athletic. Yeah, she, she so one of the things like if she was gonna beat up New York, there's nothing she, New York could do to stop it. Yeah. It'd be like it wouldn't be that bullshit like cat fight kind of shit. It'd be like closed fist combos yeah. coming out. No, she would have fucked her up. The, if, if she really got that part. was New York. Was she on that uh, celebrity rehab show? I don't think she was. She wasn't on celebrity rehab, but I. She had her own show. She had th- two of her own shows. She yeah. had I Love New York. No, three. She had I Love New York, which is her own dating show. She had three seasons of that. Then she had um, New York Goes to Work, and then she goes. She had New York Goes to Hollywood. So she had three shows. Because I watched... Okay, I watched... Uh, like how you started this off as a joke, but now we really delved in. Yeah, yeah exactly. like I watched Celebrity Rehab like two years ago when Bam and April were there. Bam Margera and his mom were on the show. Apparently, he just fell off the wagon again. Yeah, and there was... Um, in in that same group, there was I th- who I think is New York and her mom. Is her mom play a role in yes. any of this? Yes. Let me check right now. Her mom is a. Also it's gonna be fucking person. shitty if it's Amorosa. <laughs> 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 Amorosa and her mom. <laughs> it's with Doctor Drew, right? I don't know, man. The one with Bam Margera was in. You know, if if this is in New York, you are just gonna look like a racist. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Hell, Wait. every black girl I've seen reality TV. <laughs> Wait, th- what about that that uh, umbrella? The umbrella <laughs> is that her? <laughs> New York. Oh my god. <laughs> no. Oh, you mean Alexis Arquette? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, 
do you guys see that David Arquette's wrestling again? Oh, after he almost died? Yeah, he's still wrestling after he was getting killed in that death match. Okay, so there was a show called Family Therapy, not Celebrity Oh, okay. Rehab. What's the difference? <laughs> <laughs> They're all the same shit, dude. I don't yeah, think yeah. Family Therapy... Does Family Therapy have Dr. Drew? Uh, no, it's doc- this girl named Dr. Jen. Same so thing. Fuck her if it's not same, Dr. Drew. Same thing. Yes, it was. It was actually New York. Okay, you so it. Yeah. it was New York and her mom. <laughs> the only a moderate racist. <laughs> okay, so but, yeah. I think I think I know her from that. She's a piece of shit. Is basically what she it is. is. You know, she's a piece garbage of shit. Um, and she's but she's extremely entertaining to watch. Oh yeah. And she made that season so entertaining. And it wasn't fun. It, season two was fun at first, and then got boring until she came back on, and what? then it got became fun again. What year was uh, Flavor of Love came out? Two thousand seven, six. Something like that. Five? I think I was still in high school. So it might have been earlier. You have a laptop. Look at <laughs> Is this what started the whole, like, because, you know, before there wasn't a thing where. Uh, like reality shows real- on VH1? Yeah, but not, not just reality shows, but like loving the douchebag from a reality show. Like, that's the one becoming popular. I, don't I think it was Flavor of Love. I don't know if it would, I'd say it started it, but it's definitely a big, like, con- contributing factor to it becoming, like, more. Like, like yeah, because from there, it was just like the only people you care about in reality shows is the fucking asshole. I think it's always been like that. Like, even in the first, yeah. like, real world. Yeah. With um with Puck. Mm-hmm. I don't know what Puck is. Puck was, like, basic because I, I only remember this because, like, he clashed with every roommate in the house. And then the gay roommate had bought peanut butter. And he looks and Puck's just got the peanut butter. And he's, like, finger fucking <laughs> it, like, eating it. <laughs> well, he wasn't finger fucking. He was just eating it with his fingers. And it, you, uh, is that the guy that got kicked out? Yeah, the only guy to ever get kicked no, out? No, there's been a couple of people. Oh, yeah? Uh, the other one was uh, this black dude, David, got kicked out. And then uh, they were on one of those like uh, challenge shows, the two of them together. And fucking David got kicked out again. Because <laughs> like, uh, fucking like, something happened with like him and Puck where like, like Puck spin on him or some shit. God damn. So yeah, Dropping Loads is the new reality yeah. show podcast. <laughs> it was 2006 that it originally came out. So the year yeah. I graduated high school. Yeah. So and- yeah. That launched a whole series of shows and stuff like that, which all started from surreal life anyway. But let's get into something I guess people <laughs> actually want to listen to. I want to want to hear recap about. of Japan. Yeah, it's going to be a month long thing on this. Yeah, podcast. We already got some from John. I guess it's your turn. Oh, uh, should I talk about Akiskabra? Sure. <laughs> you just how, how was Japan? What did what did you think of Japan? I think Osaka was lit as fuck. We all love those. Everybody oh, Osaka loves Osaka. Was great. Yeah, it was so laid back. Uh. Tokyo was so-so, but that's just because of the areas we were in. Uh-huh. Uh, Hiroshima was beautiful, mm-hmm. especially the island we went to. Hiroshima? Hiroshima. However you say it. I don't Hiroshima. know. I just I like saying Hiroshima. I mean, how do you're you say a piece of shit. Japanese. Huh? How do you say Hiroshima? Hiroshima. Yeah. Just say it like that. Uh-huh. Uh, Club Diamond was there. <laughs> Hiroshima. Yeah. <laughs> What's Club Diamond? Yeah, would you like to elaborate? Club Diamond is a fine establishment <laughs> located in the basement of a building. <laughs> which we happened upon because uh, oh, we went to go to uh, Hardcore Chocolate, right? Yeah. We went to, yeah, Hardcore Chocolate store. Hardcore what, Chocolate is a store that it, sells like t-shirts and shit like was that. Was it Dotenbori? It was near, yeah, it was around that area. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyways, Milky wanted to go to Hardcore Chocolate, so we checked that out. And then as I was coming, because that was on the second floor of the building, I was coming downstairs. I think it was Paco was like, hey, I think there's a strip club in the basement. And I was like, what? <laughs> And I saw it said Club Diamond. So I walked down to the basement and they have a sign posted on the door. It is not a strip club. It is a <laughs> transgender, uh, female, transvestite, and ladyboy brothel. Hell yeah. Which, as a joke, became my point of reference when it came to spending money on anything <laughs> in that trip. You used to have the prices? I think it was, uh, <laughs> was, uh, was 12,000 yen 
for you to go there, but for like the establishment to pick. Yeah, I was like the, the dealer's cast choice thing. The so dealer, like, I kept calling it the dealer's choice. <laughs> and then seventeen thousand yen if you, for you to get to pick the the cast member you want there. That's that would be the one to go with, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which got, roughly to U.S. dollars is like one hundred and twenty dollars and one hundred and seventy dollars. Yeah, very rough. Um, and then, uh, but it was like an hour, right? It was an hour. Yeah, so you didn't. It's not like this was just an hour so, for a, a roughly one hundred and seventy. So when like what the fuck, am I gonna do in an hour? So when fucking uh, Nicola wanted to go to that, like expensive steak place, I was like, for that much money, I can get the dealer's choice of Club Diamond. Yeah. <laughs> Club Diamonds. What is that? No. So that was that was a long running joke. That was so. Yeah. Well, you have to. Uh, is your is the picture you did you post that picture up on Facebook? No, I didn't post it anywhere. Okay. You want me to send it to you? Yeah, I want to put it on the website. Yeah, I want to put it on the website. Yeah. So you guys have, you know, the prices for Club Diamond. Well, I don't you know if read the, the, the actual uh, sign. The sign by the door. Yeah. Yeah, that was fucking hilarious. So if you guys ever want to go to, there's one in Tokyo too, right? There's one in Tokyo too, but then the flip side is, as we were all laughing about that, I found out they had a website, so we were looking at it. The Osaka location apparently has the better cast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But if you guys are ever in Osaka and you're in the mood for some ladyboy action, transgenders or... Um, she males and transvestites. Yeah, there was uh, one post op, which is the only one I would have gone for. Yeah, yeah in Osaka. Yeah. In Osaka. Oh, the oh, other one still had little ding dongs, and it would tell you like how. how Not big all of them, because uh, one of the things you can do on the website is you can search by uh, length of uh, penis. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them had like seven inch. <laughs> God damn. The hammer. <laughs> God damn. You could yeah you could probably search. a foreigner. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Determine if the girl uh, had a penis, how big the penis was. What are they smoking? And, and what position. Uh, no, they, top or bottom. Top or bottom, yeah. yeah. But one of the rules was you may never come inside or on any of them. Oh, really? I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah, okay. they had like a whole like rule section, and apparently like, you have to like shower with them for the first part, so you, everybody knows everyone's clean. Oh, wow, okay. And I guess they probably inspect you if you don't have no weird shit in your body. Yeah. yeah. Okay, if you guys ever want to go to Dotenberry Osaka, there is a good place to go, and that's Club Diamond. Club yeah. Diamond. <laughs> you know, next time we go... Like, I'll pay for it if you go, Lionheart. <laughs> I think Paco wants to go. Like, Paco's about it, about it. Uh, she could pay for her own. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, uh, next time, aren't we bringing Pop Pop Russ with us? Oh, yes. You could pay for Peru for him. <laughs> if we bring Russ, I will pay him. Pay him and pay for her, his lady boy. Well, I thought you were going to get him Peru, the, yeah, the uh, transgender okay, one. We'll She's actually the transgender. We'll She's get the transgender one. Trailer. And she was hot, too. Yeah. Yeah. She go to Peru. 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 Yeah. Look up Peru and in, in, in the Osaka branch of Club Diamond, guys. <laughs> never gonna find to, it. I think it's just gonna be something he'd be like when he posts it up. Like, should we talk about? It? It's just be a shot of her next to the <laughs> sign I sent you. This episode of Drop Lows is brought to you by Club Diamond. I'm gonna say no. it's brought to you by Lady Boys. <laughs> by that Lady Boys all around the world. A great fucking. Uh, <laughs> just to clarify, in certain Asian countries, Lady Boy isn't a derogatory term; it's a preferred term. It's in the sign. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they wrote it. <laughs> I, I mean, like that would be so dropping lows if if they were ever to sponsor us and shit like that. I don't know if they're that. They, no, they wouldn't. Se- they that tech savvy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they wouldn't. But like, they're in a basement. <laughs> I don't think they're te- that tech savvy because we're the section we're supposed to say smoking it says smorking. Hey man, it happens. The Just English like that old day puss sign. The English was strong. <laughs> yeah, well, like. This Japan trip compared to the last one, one of my favorite things was interacting with like local people that live there. Which is like last time we went, we didn't really get to do that too much. But this time, like especially in Osaka, we went out and we would just interact with like at the bunch of locals. The park where everybody was skating, where we met Chopper. Yeah, he took us to that punk bar. Yeah, and the 
so the manager of that punk bar whose name I can I'll never remember, but that guy was awesome. Yeah, his name was Nate. It began with an N, I remember that. Yeah, Naoya or something like that? Something like that. But yeah, a bunch of cool people. And by far one of the funniest things that happened was when... Oh, followed by the immediate <laughs> buzzkilly thing that happened. <laughs> so this, this, we were talking to these two ladies that were at the bar. We were at the the punk bar, so I had on like it's, my vest with all my studs and my pants that had like a yeah, fuckload of patches on them. Punk bar is called uh, Conton, which means chaos, and... Uh, we were just there, and then these girls walked in, and then they started talking to us, like me with my broken Japanese, and them with a broken English. One girl spoke like no English at all; the other yeah. one spoke a little bit. So like she was like, um, like enamored with like my vest and my pants and everything, and we're talking. She's cracking jokes and shit. So I lean over to do something, and I had just shaved my armpits on the trip. Something I do, don't judge. <laughs> so she looks at my armpit and then points and just goes in <laughs> broken English, "You so gay." <laughs> So we all start laughing because, like, I'm not expecting some, like, older woman to call me that in Japan and, like, English. That, that we just met. And that we just met. Like, her English is not good, but she could say that so on point. Like, it's nothing. <laughs> that fucking cracked me up and so to, much. Well, to backtrack, like, I think seven minutes prior to that, we're hanging out in this tiny bar. And this older, like, Japanese cross punk comes in and he kind of gives us, like, a dirty look. Then he sits down. So we're all laughing about her going like, you so gay. and I almost, milk, I almost died. Yeah, it's the hardest I've ever heard Milky laugh in my life. <laughs> and then like, dude starts talking to them. And then they get kind of like awkward. And they pay and leave. And then Milky tells me that like, apparently in Japanese he was like, why do you think it's alright to be making fun of gay? Like, just kind of killed the mood. Yeah. So they pay immediately and leave. And then we sit there for like three minutes. We pay. We're in such a rush to leave that me and Milky got to go back to the bar because we forgot our umbrellas there. Yeah, and then we were hanging out with this uh, German dude that was there, and I would just told him to finish my beer, and then we just left. Yeah. Like, it just made it really awkward, it, it especially because it's that type of bar that, like, it was just, what, six people in there, tops? It was, like, six seats at the actual bar, and then, like, one booth that could fit maybe five people if you squeezed in together. Yeah, so the two girls so, left, so now it's the fucking Buzz Killington, the bartender, the German guy, and us, so then we left. Because it was just too much. Did you ever find the much. two girls again? No. They were uh, gone? I have them on Instagram, and uh, I was talking to one of them. She was, like, recommending me things to do in Osaka yeah. and stuff like that. And then, like, uh, was it, like, two days later, we ended up watching Buzz Killington's band play at a show. Was mm-hmm. he good? The band was good, but that guy's a dickhead. <laughs> what did he play? Bass. Bass. Was he good? He was a good bassist. Okay, yeah. you go. I think that pissed me off, too, is, like, I don't like this guy. He's a dick, but he's a good bassist. Good bass player. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, his band was good. I liked his band. Because I don't think he understood the context of why I was laughing. I wasn't laughing because it was like a homophobic thing. I was laughing because like I was not expecting. Yeah, that, that that's what was Japan. fucking hilarious about it. Yeah. Because I I call you gay every day, and it's not fucking that funny to me. But the moment a Japanese person that speaks no English, that is the one yeah. thing they pull out in almost perfect English. It's fucking hilarious. And also, <laughs> Milky's reaction. But also the thing that kind of like rubbed me wrong too is like when he opened like the, because the, the doors open at the bar and when he came in and looked at us, he just shot this like real, like his mood changed. He shot this real dirty look and was like, that's what kind of set me off. I was like, ugh. And then for him to like kill the mood too, I was like, ugh. Yeah, I don't know if this was his thing or not, but a lot, like some people in Japan tend to not really care or like foreigners too much. Most people do, but there's like a bunch that definitely don't and they make it obvious that they don't care for them. Like, I got so many mean mugs from old people. You blended in pretty good. Huh? You blended in no, pretty good. No, but I still got a ton of mean mugs oh, from that, older people. That one, like, horror movie hand coming at you at the subway. Because, yeah. like, <laughs> just 
Oh, God. Yeah, I have a picture no, of that. No, she's, she was nice to me. She was nice to me. I know, but like, I was looking at you. Yeah. And, like, that hand, even in my frame of vision, it looked like something out of a horror movie. Some yeah, lady were like, oh, all I could see, because she was so tiny, yeah, all I could see in tiny. the crowd was you. And a and gnarled the, little hand. And this yeah. lady's strong hand just grabbing the, the same fucking bar right on top of her hand. Yeah. And it felt like her hand kept sliding down to it yours. Was. And she kept it moving was back up, down. sliding, touching yours, and yeah. going back up, sliding. It was. It was sliding down. It was like, so some, hilarious. Sometimes those trains were so cramped. I think it was next to you where I turned and I was like, I'm ass to ass with this businessman right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And then there was that one time, I think it was in Tokyo. This girl, uh, I guess she was Oh, you saved the day? She, she wasn't grabbing onto anything. So I guess when the train started moving, she almost like straight up busted her ass. So I pretty much had to almost lift her from the ground. She was falling and I pretty much prevented you did the, it. the quick move of sticking your arm out and catching her. Yeah. And I, and I lifted her up, and then I asked her if she was okay, and then she's, like, obviously super embarrassed. And she had just gotten on right there. And then the train stops at the next station, and she just rushes off. So I don't know if she was just so embarrassed that she almost fell, so she rushed the fuck off, or she actually was just going one station over. Because that would have been, like, third op- six blocks. Or third option, she's into foreigners, and you just gave her that lady boner. Yeah. She <laughs> ran to the bathroom to go <laughs> rub one out. I mean, couldn't she just wait for another train? Yeah, maybe that's yeah. what she did. Maybe yeah, she walked maybe out she and waited for, for the next train. one. But it's just like, come on, it's all right. But yeah, getting people, people getting into the trains was like the only time I encountered like, other than Buzz Killington, like uh, like any kind of rudeness there. Oh yeah, because yeah. they were like pushing like it was a fucking eighth grade push pit at a new metal concert. Yeah, yeah that's just how it is there. It's like yeah, it, they push. Like I'm trying to get in, and I'm just gonna. Push. She's like, I'm getting in. Yeah, that's it. I'm yeah. just getting in. Yeah, simple as that. Because it's weird because to oh, us... Oh, man, the, the first bad set of teeth I saw on that trip, remember when I was like, oh, <laughs> fuck. Was it, what, 10 was minutes it? into the country? No, no, it was when we all, that one maid came out to hand out flyers for the oh. maid cafe. And then when she smiled, and I was like, ugh. You said it out loud? <laughs> I might have. <laughs> I was far away enough that it didn't matter what I said, but I was, oh, my God. Like, I got bad teeth, but, like, holy fuck. Yeah, Japan, man. Like, not all of Japan, but those cases you'd see where you're like, holy shit. There was a good amount of bad teeth. Yeah, like a good, definitely. Several sets of bad teeth. It happens in Japan. That's what they're known for. Are they? <laughs> no, I don't know. Man. <laughs> no, you're just going to keep going with your fucking racist ideas. Yes, they're known for that. No. Tentacle porn. No, no, no. They're, well, Pouch is known for that, too. Yeah. Fucking wrestlers that apparently blow Paco's mind. Oh, you mean break her head? Break what do you head. mean? Why did they break her head? Remember when uh, we were at the fucking... Because me, Milky, and Paco went to a wrestling show. And like it was pretty dope, and Milky and and, uh, and Paco aren't as big of wrestling fans as me, so Paco goes in there not knowing what to expect. So we're watching a tag match, and this chick instead of doing like a Vader bomb, which is like a slingshot, just body slash we land on their body, she fucking drops two knees into this other chick's like sternum, and Paco's like, "Oh my god, did you see that?" <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, that's why that wrestler's nickname is Lady Godzilla." Mm-hmm. Yeah. I found some of those matches on YouTube. Yeah, dude, that show was lit as fuck. Yeah. I got to get a photo of one of my favorite wrestlers from that company, even though she lost her match that night. Hulk Hogan? Ugh, no, not that hot dog man. <laughs> Racist hot dog man. Hot dog man. No, uh, Cassandra Miyagi. Hot dog man. <laughs> Fucking racist hot dog man. I know you always call him that, but I don't know why he's getting to me now. <laughs> he looks like a fucking hot dog that you put in the microwave for too long. Hey, t- we were just talking about reality TV. Oh, not Hogan knows best. <laughs> so, Hogan's no, you know his son, right? Yeah. Is he still in jail? Did he ever go to jail? No, they, he went to jail for a while because remember they had that uh, that 
Because he killed somebody. Because racist hot dog man's idiot brain didn't know that like all calls you make to inmates are recorded. Of him saying that dumb shit where he's like, hey, man, it's fucked up. That family must have done something fucked up. You know, God, to just take away their kid like that. Even though it was his, fu- like, Hogan's son's fault for it. Yeah. Yeah, because his kid, like, was driving drunk or something and just murdered some people. Yep. Yeah. I, I have is he no still idea. out? Is, is I he in jail? I just sure feel like that. Out. I just feel like that bloodline is garbage. Yeah, family. Well, what about his wife? Is she okay? Uh, I remember she left him for a dude that was that had gone to her daughter's high school. Like, it was a mad Hell young yeah. age difference. Hell yeah. Yeah, but it wasn't fucking a Hulk Hogan, like, fucking uh, Bubba the Love Sponge's wife, too. Yeah, but I think Bubba was into being cucked because he filmed it. He... It was just all garbage people <laughs> yeah. involved in these stories. Um... The Hogan's a garbage. Bubba the Love Sponge's super garbage. One of your greats. Like story wait, hold about on. Bob is, he, is he is he out of jail? He's out. He's been out since two thousand eight. Did he get fat? Two thousand eight. Yeah, he didn't really he go didn't to even jail. Do a year. Like not really. Like he um he was sentenced to eight months and then he got out on probation, uh I guess house arrest, and then after about th- four years he was uh they let him go after from house arrest. So he he was pretty much just in house arrest. Pretty much. Yeah. Wow. We want to hear a story that uh, proves what a like piece of shit Bubba the Love Sponge is, but also how he immediately got his comeuppance. Wait. I I, I might not know, but how is he famous for? He's, he's like a, a like, like, radio guy? Yeah, he's, he's like a, a, like a C-rate, like Howard Stern he's kind a of radio shock person. jock. Shock jock? That's yeah. a radio yeah. station? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like when, when Racist Hot Dog Man was in TNA, <laughs> uh, and him and Bubba the Love Sponge were such great friends, like he brought him in, so Bubba was doing like shit there. So apparently backstage, he was making fun of uh, the earthquake victims in Haiti. Oh, wow. And he was doing that around this uh, really badass female wrestler named Awesome Kong, who had actually set up a charity for the people in Haiti. She's she overheard that. that and beat the fuck out of him. Like, she talks about after the first hit she did, he curled up into a ball, like he, fetal position, and she just beat the fuck out of him. Did she, like, did he press charges or anything? No, but TNA fired her because he was Hogan's boy. Oh, she's doing great in GLOW. Oh, she's amazing in GLOW. Yeah. That's welfare queen. Mm-hmm. All right, we're going back to Japan. Are we done talking about Japan? I don't know. We, we, can, talk about, else? we can talk about Circus Punk. <laughs> we can talk about Circus Punk. <laughs> what the fuck, Circus Punk? Well, while we were in Japan, we, uh, Paco wanted us to meet up with one of her friends who lives there, who's not Japanese. He's, uh, what kind of Spanish is he? Is he Peruvian? He's Peruvian. So as we meet up with this dude, and he's got like dyed red poofy hair and like red creepers on. He looks like Ronald McDonald. Like me and SBJ both independently made Ronald McDonald. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> Pouch was just learning about the different kind of, uh, I was talking about different kind of punks on that trip. So it just goes to me, he's like, is circus punk a thing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, I was like, it is now. Yeah. Yeah. That, that whole trip was like you explaining to uh, Pouch and Max what different type of punks the gutter it was. Punk. Yeah. Yeah. Crust that punk. day at least. Yeah. I was like, so what the fuck is a crust punk? What the fuck is a gutter punk? That yeah. fucking gutter punk deer at the, the park that was, uh, you guys briefly touched on last episode, that deer that was like pissing everywhere and humping things and headbutting shit. That was all one deer, guys. Yeah. <laughs> it was the gutter punk deer. It was, it was a piece of shit. It was mangy as fuck. It had fucked up. Uh, it, like, was gra- it grabbed the plastic bag out of Paco's hand and started slamming it on the ground to try yeah. and open the contents. Yeah. It had fucked up skin. The antlers were like, like fucking. They were cut off, and it looked like it was festering. It was just. It was they should just put that fucking thing shit. down, that man. That was gutter yeah. punk. They should put that thing down because some of the other ones were like, yeah, when you had food, they'll come after the food. Yeah, but they were kind of well behaved. But that motherfucker <laughs> was a murderer. Remember that little kid we were looking at, and then one bit him in the love handle, and he was like, 
He looked at us and was like, here, take these cookies. I'm done with this shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then we took that photo with him and we're yeah, like, and then his, new addition to the squad. See, that's the thing that's weird about like being a foreigner in Japan. Like That should happen sometimes. Like just He gave us those crackers to give to the deers, but just because he was, we were foreigners, his mom wanted us to take a picture with a kid. Remember the... Uh, Which is like... Remember the... I don't get it. The two old ladies at that park wanted to get a photo with me because I had my punk vest on. Yeah. It was after I was lifting Max up for that Titanic photo. Mm-hmm. And after I embraced you in that, like, prom photo. <laughs> Which I... I took I, romantic as fuck photos with, like, I you hope, and your brother on that trip. <laughs> I hope they never see the light of day. Oh, I, I have them in my phone. Oh, Sandra fuck. sent me all of them. <laughs> you want to put it up on the website? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Dude, I picked up everybody's like boyfriend on that trip because then I picked up baby hands' boyfriend <laughs> oh, uh, that old goblin man. chan steal your man yeah oh yeah everybody got a chan nickname on that trip I became goblin chan I didn't get one I think you were homo chan no that's that was never a thing you just kept saying it was and you're like shut the fuck up <laughs> <laughs> I was like shh so nobody has cookie real <laughs> pouch was uniform chan because you kept ranking all the the uniforms yeah but of well, that became a thing yeah I yeah. don't remember and I, I remember that became a thing but I don't remember the, that nickname well at least we call the uniform chan oh, we I all kind of started calling the uniform chan because I'd be a uniform chan what do you think of this oh, one you're like it's pretty alright how did they <laughs> wait wait hold up pouch how did the uniform thing start because I don't remember how it started but somewhere I, along the trip I, I started seeing I remember how it started yeah yeah because like like um well, we, we took Singapore Airlines to Japan, and Dan and I were, like, extremely enamored by those fucking uniforms, because they made those air flights It wasn't the, really the uniform, good. it's like, the, the flight attendants are attractive, but I remember prior to that, you were talking, I think maybe the last time you went, you're like, oh man, this one girl, like, I don't really find Asian girls attractive, but oh man, just the uniform. The uniform in. does it for me. So then, like, that whole trip, I was like, hey man, how do you rank this uniform? Yeah. And he'd be like... Love it, or some people are like that's bad. And then every once in a while, you're like, eh, that's okay. Yeah, it's because they're they were they were attractive, but the uniforms really helped. And then it became a thing afterwards where we just kept talking about uniforms. What's, what's funny is that uh, every time they'll bring us food or something, as soon as they you know give it to Dan and they'll turn around, Dan will be like, I love you <laughs> <laughs> to the flight attendants. Thanks for this hot towel. <laughs> <laughs> they were pretty high like most of them were and yeah. I think the uniform helped it was like very very form fit I don't know I don't understand how the fuck they fit in that that thing looked very exactly. small it looked very small but it really worked for them they're, they're a slender build yeah who Asians flight attendants oh, okay. no Asians. Uh, oh my bad what are they like jockeys they are they are of a well no they're, they're slender cause like jockeys can be stout and short uh-huh. yeah they are of a petite Type of people. Oh, remember? <laughs> okay, pouch. <laughs> you remember that porn we found that ruined Paco Jose? Which you didn't want to buy for me? It was only five dollars. You will Japan. Every store you walk in, you're gonna see porn. Yeah. One but, way or another, like. But a caveat in that is like it's illegal from the sell uncensored porn in that country, so it's just pixelated genitals. Except for the butthole. They show the butthole. Yeah, but like. So you can walk into any store. It's a nice little store. They might sell candy, whatever. But they have a basement. That basement is going to be porn. And if they have a second floor, it's going to be porn. But yeah, we walked into this. Re- I think we actually walked into a sex shop on purpose though this time. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we went into a sex <laughs> We've shop. We've done that a couple times on that trip. Well, I forget the name of it, but it had a it had an interesting. Apple Inn? Apple Inn. Yeah, sex shop called Apple oh, this Inn. This was in Tokyo, right? Yeah, yeah and that's yeah. why. I think we- it's the one where you're like, yeah, I'm not going in there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we walk into Apple Inn, and it says the first sign we see by the stairs is no, what was it? No, no straight? No, it's like the second floor. Uh, and it was like, no, like no women, no straight men. Yeah, no women, no straight men. Second floor, I was like, 
I guess you could go because like we had gone to previous ones where it was just like women only. Gone, yeah, no, not women only. It's like no women allowed on like third and fourth floor. Yeah. yeah. But how can they like tell if you're straight? What are they gonna do? Like they pass you through a fucking metal detector and determines whether you're straight or not. Like what the fuck? Well, Japanese know. people tend to be very honest people, so I don't. I think they just won't go up if they aren't straight. Okay. I mean, yeah, if they're straight, they'll just stay down. I mean. Okay. But yeah, at, at the Apple Inn, which is still a really weird name for a porn shop, mm-hmm. we I was going through the five dollar DVDs, and we saw one that I thought only Germans did this. Oh man, but the it, Dutch. It, <laughs> yeah, but it was just straight up shit porn. Yeah, I remember yeah, like, that. The chick had a poopy butt on the cover, and when you flipped it, she the bowel movement she was laying on this dude's face was like the same girth and thickness of like a dick and balls. Yeah, it was like. Pretty and then gross. Paco, who was sick too for most of the trip, <laughs> looks at us and you're wearing like that the surgical mask and was like, you just ruined my day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I should have bought it. Thinking, thinking back, I should have bought, bought it. But I, I told I told Paco to buy it and she was oh, like, yeah. no. You remember the the first sex shop we went into when we were in the, the basement that had all the bondage shit and I was going back up to the first floor and that woman walked down and made eye contact with me and like super like, like I started getting all sweaty and embarrassed. <laughs> Yeah. I guess they're ashamed of sex over there. I guess. But yet, they have it everywhere. It's weird. Yeah, it's everywhere. It's really weird. I know, it took so me forever to find shows. the used panties, like machines. Yeah, but we did find it. We never found it last time. No. We last time we found, found You ain't have panties. the Goblin King on, on that trip. Last time they sold, like, just panties. panties. And, like, it came it came in a little... They only sold panties? It came with panties, and it came with uh, lube. Yeah, so, apparently, lube. it was a jerk-off to just... Panties, New yeah. panties? I don't know. Those a, other ones, like, they had the used panties and the DVD of the chick trying they, them on. So yeah, and they had the picture. Okay. Yeah, and they, and they were more expensive. They were, like, 10 bucks, 10, 10 15 to 20 bucks. bucks. Yeah. Well, yeah, last time you got it out of a gashupon in a porn shop. Yeah, you know? it, was it was, like, it, 5 bucks. It was, like, a black gashupon. You opened it up, and it was just used panties. Mm-hmm. Oh, not used panties. It was just panties, like, brand-new panties. Yeah. Who the fuck wants just brand-new panties? Exactly. Yeah, I, I didn't know. understand it, but yeah. I guess people <laughs> people do that. They jerk off to new brand panties. New panties. Yeah, it's like, if I go to Walmart, I just bust so many nuts, just walk by the fucking female section god it's, it's gotta be you know what that would be good if i could just nut to panties like you know i don't even need yeah. women <laughs> yeah why are my friends with you? <laughs> uh, later on like I, I remember um i was looking up i was i was trying to buy stuff in japan obviously and then um we i bought a couple of things and then i went on to a website that resold it from japan in the u.s because like i was trying to buy gifts and then i realized that they they fucking like they they scam the shit out of weeaboos basically because oh, yeah. like it's it's uh remember those charizard plushies that you showed me um i bought one for about 1500 yen and then you bought and then uh, maria bought one for like 700 yen but it was like retailed at a thousand yen so yeah. that's approximately like nine and, and fourteen dollars respectively i went to this website and they're selling them for for 30 each which yeah. is like fucking yeah. crazy like crazy they, they upcharge they uh, upcharge like this crazy. is this is one instagram i follow where this dude goes to Japan and he buys like a lot of like wrestling shirts and wrestling merch from there, from like New Japan, and then he upsells the fuck out of them. Yeah. He'll, he'll sell shirts for like forty five dollars and like little bobblehead things for like sixty. Yeah, yeah, it, it it like I've seen things over there for twenty bucks that I see at conventions here for fifty bucks, yeah, fifty yeah, sixty dollars. I didn't realize that was such a huge yeah. thing until oh, yeah, we were like, actually that there. that Instagram I follow like that dude does that a lot. I think like that's his like his business. Yeah, I know someone. Um, <laughs> uh, 
I know someone who does that. Like he, yeah. he's a Japanese, but he lives here and he travels to Japan. He's a Japanese. <laughs> well, I, he's Japanese. Did I say a? Yeah, he's, yeah, a, yeah, he's, he's a, Japanese. a Japanese. Well, he's one of the. He's a Japanese he's fellow. He's one of them Japanese. <laughs> he's one of them Japs. And oh, is that Jesus, a bad term? That is. Okay, yeah, so he's a Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> so he's a Japanese person. Like I know it's a bad term because it was an anal cunt song, and they've never been. On the pulse of being politically correct. Like, cut that out, pot. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, he's a Japanese person, and he lives here in South Florida. And what he does, like, he, he, I, I feel like he travels every two weeks to Japan, and he just resells those things at conventions. He has a booth. It seems like it's a pretty damn lucrative, like, business, actually, because if you can buy what we bought, like I said, I bought mine for, like, 1,500 yen, only to be, like, see, see being sold for, like, $30 yeah, online. Like, like, yeah, double what you can't, like, like literally double, yeah. yeah. After Max left, he made me, like, pick up this figure for him, which yeah. I paid, what, uh, 1,900 yen, which is, yeah. like, 19, 20 bucks, and that thing with the size that thing is it would at least go for like 50 60 yeah. bucks at a console didn't oh, didn't yeah. spj buy like a phone case for like three thousand yen over there and how much would it, how, and he saw it online for like he 100? bought it for like 3800 yen so it was like approximately 3700 dollars yeah. and how much was it he saw it for like 7500 bucks or something Jesus like that fuck. Yeah. i was happy that uh Fucking, I got to go to the actual, like, New Japan Pro Wrestling store in Tokyo and, like, look around in there and shit and see, like, uh, fucking, like, people's autographs and shit, like, wrestlers' autographs on the wall and shit like that. That was fucking awesome. That was a little, like, some of the shit they had there was kind of pricey, though. But there's, like, that was the thing is, like, it's going to be the same price in the U.S. and more because of shipping. Because yeah. all their shirts are, like, like 30 35 bucks. It's going to be the same in the U.S. And then you got to tack on, like, shipping. 5 to $6 shipping on that. Yeah. Because like all the New Japan wrestling shirts I have are like, like twenty six to thirty bucks, and then you gotta add shipping. Mm-hmm. But thankfully, like Hot Topics carrying some of them now, so I don't gotta pay shipping. For thirty five though. Thirty five no. There's some that are like thirty. I think like extravagant ones, like ones that print on like the front, the back, and the sleeves, run a little more expensive. Hot Topics sells shirts for more than twenty bucks. Yeah, like all the New Japan shirts are like twenty five. I haven't been in Hot Topic in probably ten years. I only go there for, like, wrestling shirts. I don't know. Fuck Hot Topic. Do you have anything else you want to talk about from Japan? Or are you good? Oh, man. There's so much that we it did. There is a lot. Well, no, cause, like, it seems oh, like... my God. When I was fucking in the bathroom and I had that contraption you can put your child in when you have to take a shit. So it just <laughs> stares into your eyes as you're shitting. Yeah. And, it, there's and then that... those signs are like, don't forget your kid. Yeah, I don't understand. Yeah, like, don't all know. those signs in the bathroom, there's the... the oh, my God. The, don't you... forget your kid. The... There's this little drawing of a person squatting while standing on the toilet and then squatting onto yeah. it. And it says, an ex, don't do that. I'm like, who the fuck's ever tried that before? Dog, using a bidet for the first time? Holy shit. Hell yeah. It's changed my life. Yeah, it's pretty life-changing. <sighs> yeah, but- Except for the, the last Airbnb you were in when you came out of the bathroom, you're like, someone set it all the way up high. <laughs> <laughs> and you had this look that like, you had just been violated. <laughs> Because you can... Okay, so in Japan, every there are bidets attached to the toilets. We've established that. We fucking love them. But nice. apparently... Pro-bidet, this podcast. You can uh, change the intensity of the stream, where the stream will get stronger. And there were times where I would go into the bathroom and someone set the fucking um, setting... Of, someone changed the setting so that it was the strongest setting, and it fucking hurts. Apparently, it was Paco who changed the setting to God, the strongest. like, it's, just, it's fucking ridiculous, I man. think her excuse so she changed it to the strongest to like pressure wash her lady bits because I think she was on her period. I think she also said she was like growing, re- re- regrowing her hair after shaving it and she was really fucking irritated. What, on her asshole? 
<laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> like she kept bitching about it, so she would rush over. She, I remember. That. Well, remember these toilets had a had a women. She kept. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they had a, a, a function where you could press it to you just clean go to your the front. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You can control the stream. Did anyone you, you guys accidentally seat. press that one? I didn't. No. I, I pressed it on purpose. Dude, oh, and the they, lady one? Yeah, it, I just it, wanted to see how it felt. And uh, it, it just, just hit your gooch? Just pressure that gooch in yeah, the back balls? Yeah, it just went to the gooch, yeah. Didn't get you in the back balls at all? Not really, just a gooch. Did it feel good? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> Not at the highest setting? <laughs> no, I, 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 I imagine like he sits down and presses it and then hits highest setting and it just like pressure wash powers through him. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it, you I see didn't... a shade of his skin just yeah, come like, off. You know every single one you pressure wash like a graffiti sentence off yeah. just doing that on him like... Yeah, those things oh, are fucking amazing. But days are off. Dude, that was the she kept bitching about that and then also going like Quissy, could you please buy me this? Quissy, <laughs> <laughs> come give me a kid. This started like we were on Miyajima <laughs> Island and then like um Maria's like, Oh call Chris call Chrissy for me and I'm like Quithy <laughs> Quithy and he like he 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 heard he hears me, but he didn't want to acknowledge me. So he just so after like a couple minutes he just walks over and he's like, What? <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna Quithy yeah, <laughs> it, it happens. But yeah, it, it was a lot of fun. I fucking enjoyed the shit out of yeah. it. Especially Osaka. Definitely Dude, J- going Japan back Japan is lit as fuck. I definitely want to go back. We definitely got to bring Pop Pop with us. Dude, that would be amazing. I think Pop Pop could do like a week in Japan. <laughs> I think Before what he if gives we out. Don't, yeah, if we don't do a lot of... If we, don't, we don't have him on days there where we do like a fuck little walking. I think he can do it. <laughs> like if we just have him there on days where like we just walk to like train, take the train somewhere and just chill in like a town... He'll be like good. Nah, he's, but he not, he's not that bad. But he, I don't think he's gonna be able to do all them fucking shrines, dog. He can walk. He can walk. <laughs> not up those fucking stairs, and she's old. Maybe he could. Cause I'm all <laughs> like, cause I kind of like blend him and Best Guy together as like our old friend. <laughs> Maybe Best Guy couldn't do the walks. I think he can do it. I think they both can. Why don't we bring both of them then next time? I mean, I don't know how... I don't to be know. the grumpier old man in Japan. <laughs> oh, I wanted to film that so bad. I don't know how how much Russ would be able to handle it, but Veskai would do it, but he would complain every fucking well, step of the way. My dude. thing is this, with um, R- Russ, his job, he he's exactly, standing yeah, and moving yeah. boxes all the time, yeah, so yeah, he yeah. could do it. Like. Right. Because I didn't, I didn't know what he did for Yeah, work. no, yeah, he, yeah, he, right. he, he looks a little bit out of shape, and he's older, but that's his job. Like, he's fucking a, a backroom coordinator and shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. All the time. like, we know which people on the trip couldn't really yeah. handle all the walking. <laughs> yeah. So, but Veska, the thing is with Veska is, like, he's exercised before and does a lot of shit, yeah. but... I've seen him run, though. He has that concerned dad run. But he's out of shape right now. But we'll see. I think remember he could on do his, it. I think he could do it. Remember on his birthday when he did the run to his car? And I was like, think of your sciatica. <laughs> and it's funny. He throws that he throws that joke of Vesca. And then uh, two years later, I'm going to a chiropractor for my sciatica. Yeah, that was karma for, for you putting the wrong age on his birthday. <laughs> but he was like, when I found out that I was older than him, I'm like, I thought you were turning 35. <laughs> later than night, Christian goes with the cake and he had the candles for 35. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, and then, yeah, because that was, um, he was actually, yeah, he's younger than me by like yeah, a year. Wasn't he turning 29 that year? Yeah, he's tur- turning yeah. 29. He's my age? Yeah, he's yeah. like, he, <laughs> he just, no, he's... no, no, he's, he's six months older than me. So in January, I turned so 31, and he would turn 31 in july or june okay but um six months younger than you yeah six months younger than me yeah 
So at that point, yeah, he was turning 29, and I went to like pick up a cake, and I picked up 35, and then he saw it. He was like, what? I think he got mad as fuck, and then I'm like, oh, shit, my bad, and I switched it. I put 53. <laughs> <laughs> the cake was lit, though. Yeah. Um, I think Yo, that was the same night where you were telling that story about like how he had to shit that one time real yeah. bad, yeah. and he left the, didn't he not park the car when he got here? He, like, yeah. left it idling. <laughs> yeah. And then the minute you're done telling that story, he opens the door and runs and He's like, I got a shit. I got a shit. <laughs> there's, there's been multiple times he's done that. Yeah, that's his, that's his trademark. Yeah. But, yeah, we could stop talking about <laughs> this guy. <laughs> we don't mean any of this in a malicious way. He's a very che- dear and cherished friend. Yes. He is, but he complains a lot. So he yeah, would. Everybody complains about Definitely. And also the I got a shit, I got a shit thing. That was me, I think, on, like, the last day of the Japan trip where I was like, I need to find a bathroom. I got a shit right now. <laughs> yeah, actually, that was... You know, throughout the whole trip, I purposely, whenever I used the public bathroom, I purposely didn't use the bidet. I was a little weird about using the yeah, bidet in a public it. bathroom. But the last day when I was in the airport, I was like, it's my I last didn't. chance to feel that bidet. So I went to the bathroom, took a nice little shit, and used the fucking bidet again one last time, and I was so that, fucking like, glad I did. I think it was like the one of two times I had a shit in a public bathroom well, in Japan. Like, I didn't use the bidet, and that's because like, I was looking at it, and I'm like... Yeah, like, I can imagine some, like, like real drunk salary man, like, accidentally peeing all over that. Yeah, but the thing is, I don't know if you noticed, I actually uh, paid attention that last time I used mm-hmm. it. The little thing is not visible yeah. at all. Yeah, I know it's not visible, out. but I saw the little square where it pops out of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but then it was like, what if some dude's and there's also, all on that? I don't know, before you flush, you hear this noise, like, mm-hmm. that's like, it's actually sanitized in the inside of that. Most of the time, so I figured. Yeah, Yeah. I'm used to like garbage standards here. Yeah. Oh my god, fucking should I talk about turnt salary man? There were so many. No, the the one that I took the photos of in the video. Oh okay. Oh my god, so fucking I was chilling at this uh this park where like people like skate and shit, right? So then I see this fucking these three salary men and uh one salary woman. Um, salary men are just like business people. So this dude's face is red as the devil's dick, and he is shit house drunk. So like he starts stumbling around and shit. And at one point, I look and he's just laying splayed on the ground. Mm. So I was hanging out with some other like foreigners too. So we were all like laughing and shit. So we started taking photos. So his two, his two friends see that we're taking photos, and like the true homies they are, they laid down like in between his legs, like all together, forming a link for people to take photos. Like they did not leave this dude hanging. Yeah. And then like he rolled on his side. He crawled over to I'm assuming the salary woman was his girlfriend from the way she was taking care of him. She had to hold his head like a newborn baby. He's looking up in the air. <laughs> and at one point I see he's back on his feet and he's leaning at like a forty five degree angle and he's talking to a skateboarder with his like arm around him. And I was only hoping he was saying like, Hey, I can do that shit, let me try it. Oh hell no. He'll bust his shit. Like just on the train alone you see so much super drunk people on their way oh, to yeah. on their way home. And on a Tuesday, like not even a weekend, like a, a Tuesday or a Wednesday. It's how they relieve stress because they only work like 12-hour work days. Yeah, some of them do, definitely. But yeah, Turnt Salary Man was... I got to show you. The, maybe you should post that one photo I have of the three of them together. I mean, I've seen some of the pictures I think you put up of these of this dude just lying yeah. flat on the street and shit like yeah. that. Well, he was in the park. He wasn't in the street. Oh, okay. All right, so we've talked about Japan and Flavor of Love for uh, 46 minutes. You want to get into some news? Yeah, let's wrap this up with some news. Let's get into some news. Sure. Get a little of this. (sighs) Okay. Wow. Um, So let's see if I can come up with something Japanese-related. Wait, you got got Japanese news? No. 
I almost fucked up again. I was gonna say you got Japanese, like trying to, like, you know. Stop. But it was like it was a mistake. <laughs> oh, I guess the fact I can do today is Japanese related because I just remembered another one. Oh, well, there you go. Uh, so let's say a train speeds past you. And that bullet train. An, yeah, and then there's there's an advertisement on it for something that makes you for the wonder. Grinch. There, I didn't see any Grinch advertisements. No, I figured there would be like no, in New York or something. No, no, I'm talking about in Japan. Oh, okay. oh an advertisement with Beat Takashi on it they, they would... for his coffee when he's doing the DX cross shot <laughs> in the commercial. So yeah, that's get a load of this when you wonder about what the fuck is trying to. That's say. not get a load. I of thought you meant like <laughs> yeah, that's get a load of this. Beat Takashi <laughs> <laughs> holding the coffee doing the cross shot. That's uh, all right. All right. Well, the first one I got from New York Post by Natalie um, Muzu Messi. Well, what a name. Um, and, uh, this was an actual update from one of the last articles I did last episode. Uh, remember that dude that tried to change his birth date so that he can be 49 instead of 69? Cool guy, yeah, I remember. He was denied by the courts. What a shock. That's fucked up. Obviously not. Um, (laughs) the courts in the Netherlands were like... Mr. Rattelbond is at liberty to feel 20 years younger than his real age and to act accordingly, but amending his date of birth would cause 20 years of records to vanish from the register of births, deaths, marriages, and registered partnerships. This would have been a variety of undesirable legal and societal implications. Um, And they also said, uh, let me see here, they said, uh, they they acknowledged his... um, his uh his uh, argument about how people change their gender and change their names and shit like that, and he said and they they were like a trend in society for people to feel fit and healthy for longer, but did not re- but they don't regard that as a valid argument for offend for amending a person's date of birth, and they were explaining that like in to change it would also kind of fuck with certain laws, um like for instance you know how there's age of consent there's age there's a voting age there's a drinking age all of that would it also fuck with his retirement. I guess so. Yeah, if they were to, if you were to change, if he, if they gave him uh, the option to change his age, they will set a precedent that allows other people to change their age in case they want to. Again, they want to drink, they want to fucking vote, stuff like that. So I'm, and just do other like terrible things. Exactly. Like, so they're just like, yeah, no, it's not gonna happen. But so how did he take the news? He he's just like he took. He it was as, like, ah, um, just play. <laughs> no, he, ah, what can you do? <laughs> he took it as, uh, um. He actually took it pretty well, actually. He says, this is great. The rejection of the court is great because they give all kinds of angles where we can connect when we go in appeal. Because he's definitely going to appeal. Why? Um, Homeboy just wants to be 49. He just wants to be 49, yeah. Fucking get a fake ID, dude. I don't understand why you can't just tell people, like, oh, yeah, I'm 49. And that, yeah. just, that'd be the end of it. Exactly. Yeah. That's kind of what they're saying. Like, just say you're 49 or feel 49, whatever. Mm-hmm. Just... You don't need to legally change it. He's trying to prove uh, some sort of point, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I, I guess so. But like I said, it's, it just sets a precedent so for mm-hmm. people to do that. Like, oh yeah, here's here's what I what I found. Um, they rejected the argument, saying that Dutch law assigns rights and duties based on age, such as the right to vote and the duty to attend school. So if a kid decided I want to fucking do that, then they'll just change their age. So well, they wouldn't they be able to do it unless they were eighteen. You can't just change your age if you're not 18 yet. Well, I mean, you can if you just change. If age you can just change point. your age, why can't you just change your age to be? Because you have to be. Because when so, you when you go get a lawyer and do all that shit, you have to at least be 18. But what if you are okay? So what if you're turning 18 and you want to be able to drink? You just change your age to 21 so you can drink. 
Wait, and quick you tip. gotta find out the drinking age in that country. It's though. eighteen. No, but, yeah, I, the I know. drinking age in I Holland know, is I eighteen. Know, I know, and I know it's different in different countries, but that still sets a precedent for you know worldwide where people can start changing their age if they want to. I don't get why you can uh, go to the army and die eighteen, but you can't drink. Yeah, so it's. Stupid. I was gonna say I don't get why you can do that, but not vote. Yeah. Wait, what do you mean? You can vote at 18. Oh, you can? Yeah, you can vote at yeah, 18. Can. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like... I'm, so that's I'm, three years. I'm not probably even a citizen. <laughs> <laughs> and then after those three years, he's like, well, I haven't voted in three years, so fuck it. Might as well not vote. <laughs> he missed out on his civic duty. <laughs> oh, fuck it. I'm not going to vote. Yeah, that worked out well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my next article um, I got from UPI.com, uh, written by Ben Hooper on November 30th. Uh, so... Payless is like trolling people right now because they. Oh, I saw that. You shit. saw this? Oh, so it's wait, actually kind of cool, huh? I, I thought Payless was out of business. No, they're. they're I guess apparently they, they got enough business to dick people around yeah. too. But what about they're like, closing a bunch of stores? But I think they're yeah. still okay. I don't think there's a single one left down here in South Florida. I haven't seen any in a while, but apparently they're it. They're still around to be able to do this. All right. Um. So they they decided to open up a fake luxury store. Uh, where they so where they sold their shoes, um, but they jacked up the prices. They jacked up the prices, mm-hmm. so they called it Palessi, and uh, they opened it up in Santa Monica, and and um and they were just like they they invited a, bu- a fuck ton of like fashion fashionistas. I thought it was like a bu- like yeah, that. like the the people who are just famous on yeah, Instagram exactly. and shit yeah. like that. They called them fashion influence influencers. So that's who they invited, and a lot of press and stuff like that. Those will make you feel better since I see you rolling your eyes. Okay, they get their comeuppance on this. Oh, okay. <laughs> so they interviewed them, and they're like, "Wow, this is great! This I can tell this is really good quality." Blah blah blah. And they sold these shoes um, upwards of six hundred dollars a pair and shit like that. Oh, wait, hold like, up. Straight up sold it. They must have designed them to not say Payless, though, right? Because Payless shoes say Payless in them. I guess not. Yeah, I guess so. So they must yeah. have. They didn't. They're Payless design yeah, shoes, but they have the different brand on. Yeah, this okay. is labeled. Yeah, they they labeled it Payless. Basically, like they were talking about, like they tricked you to dropping like two hundred dollars on a pair of twenty dollars mm-hmm. shoes. Yeah, they did. They did. It was one of those things. Like they did like a similar thing like that on like Penn and Teller's bullshit when it comes to like like fancy foods. Say like a five star restaurant, but they were cooking like just basic shit in the back, and then bringing them out and having the like maitre d' give them this whole spiel, but like, oh, this is this, this is that. For like dessert, they're like, we're bringing you a nice chocolate mousse that has been whipped over two thousand times, and really all they did was like add chocolate syrup to like fucking cool whip. (laughs) Cool. So it's like, did when these people found out that they were just buying Payless, did they return it? Yeah. They they refunded their money, but they made a point. So what did they do with the specially made shoes that say Palasi? I don't know. I'm sure they put it like they rebranded it back to Payless. Yo, Payless got money, dude. Apparently, yeah. yeah. <laughs> do what, if it's, what if it's the reason it downsized all those stores was just to do, do this? this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> you one of those people who lost your job at Payless and you see this? <laughs> yeah. Furious. Yeah. So fuck Payless. Palasi. I used to like their shoes. I've never. I just like that they fucked with uh like shitty Instagram people yeah, like they this. Did, yeah. Cause uh, like they have like quick like it's a thirty second video and there's a bunch of people telling explaining why these shoes are are really good quality and at the end of it they're just like no nah, these these are Payless shoes fuckers <laughs> they didn't say nah they were like well guess what they're Payless then you say nah they're not good quality they Payless came out I've been bamboozled <laughs> oh the charade the facade let me know when you go play it okay I'm gonna play it right now. We built a fake luxury store in Los Angeles and filled it with Payless shoes. 
The guests at our grand opening party had no idea. They're elegant, sophisticated. I just think it's so classy. And I could tell it was made with high quality material. These fashionistas actually paid 200, 400, and even $600 for Payless shoes. But you can get these same shoes at Payless for $19.99 or lower with our epic holiday deals. Why pay more when you can pay less? Okay, so they did a commercial with it. Yeah. But what? So they it were, wasn't staged, like it was legit. Okay. It was legit, yeah. Because I, I don't know if you saw that Domino's uh, commercial that they had. I think it was Domino's. Where they was it pretentious? Because it was probably Domino's. It, where they they have like a restaurant in Italy and they serve them like the best pizza ever or whatever the fuck or pasta, and then everyone in the fucking restaurant loves the shit out of it and then they reveal it was just Domino's. I think I saw that. I well, that. I always figured that shit was fake. I didn't see that commercial, but like. Domino's has had some really pretentious commercials after changing know. the way to make pizza. Which ones of those have, like, pasta as well? I don't know. Domino's has pasta. Okay, yeah. so it's probably Domino's. I think Domino's and pizza both do pasta. Pizza but, like, if pizza it's, if it's a pasta. dumb, shitty, pretentious commercial, it's Domino's. <laughs> I remember <laughs> Okay. We I guess you have a thing against I Domino's. I do, like, <laughs> like, it's cool that you changed the way you make pizzas, but then, like, you fucking make all these commercials, like, you didn't used to suck, and now you're super pretentious about it. I can't stand it. I remember one time we were in Jersey, Milky and I went to Jersey, and we were walking, and we were hungry as fuck, and then there was a pizza there, and we were like, yeah, let's just go over there. You were, Was it like, Domino's? Was it Domino's? Are you sure it was a pizza hut? I think it's Domino's. I'm pretty sure it was a pizza hut. Okay. It was the only thing open. It was the only thing in open. In New Jersey. <laughs> and he was so fucking disappointed, and I had, I was happy with what I had. He was just like, so, this guy was just like, <sighs> like he was just he just was not happy I got with chicken it. wings and they were yeah. awful exactly <laughs> why have... would you get chicken wings from Domino's we were in fucking Leonardo <laughs> New Jersey and it was fucking nothing to eat there yeah, at 9pm I think there was no a it was it was like later than that because we got off so? late and it was probably 10.30 and okay. it was like everything was closed yeah, everything was closed and there wasn't a wall I... No, no, <laughs> not, near, not near there at all. And uh, I, I don't know. I had a, I had pasta, and I was actually pretty happy with it. So it's just like we're we're sitting there eating, and then you see a very unhappy Milky and and me, and I'm pretty fucking happy with my pasta and shit like that. Yeah, it's like I order uh like barbecue wings or something, and it and it just had like six very very sad looking wings. And like a splatter of fucking barbecue sauce in the corner of three of them. See, even like, what the fucking sad now, shit is that? Upset you get. I paid like ten dollars for that's that. That's what you get for ordering wings at a shitty pizza place. What am I gonna get? Pizza at Pizza Hut? They're like the worst pizza. Pizza Hut isn't the worst pizza. It, I'm sure it would have been better than their wings. I don't know, man. I, don't, I, I got pasta. I just didn't want to get. I just didn't want to eat pizza. Oh, okay, fair enough. Well, there you go. Just like it's yeah. just like imagine that like how fucking disappointed he is in the table one super fucking happy <laughs> yeah, one isn't like, um, so you get for getting wings asshole <laughs> <laughs> alright well that was get a load of this do 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 you just got a load of this I keep I keep like stuttering before it I forget alright Elmer these Ford. songs and shit like that I don't know how you've been, been off, singing this song yeah but we we were off like we did it last week but before that we were off for like three weeks yeah, four I weeks know, but You've been doing this song for five years. Yeah. Six years. Five or six, I don't six, know. 2012 is when we started. So six years. It's a long fucking time. It is. A long but time. Yeah. just now become a semi-permanent. I feel like this is like the one piece of podcast. <laughs> like the longer it goes, like, hey, this is a new main character you have now. I mean, 200 episodes, 235, I think this one is. Anyway, um, so like I said last time, we wanted, I wanted, to create, I wanted to create a segment for Lionheart, and because he's just a wealth of fucking useless information. You're damn right. Very random. Like the prices at Club Diamond. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, he well they were right on the door. Like, yeah, we he all took knew a picture the of that, and then they just 
just became. But you he know, studied it, and he went yeah. on the website, and he well, found out what girls. By the end of that trip, we, we all knew the price. <laughs> I sent the website to a bunch of people too, because like, send me that shit, and then we were all looking through it laughing. <laughs> Paco was about it, about it. Because by the end of that trip, we all knew how much it was and what the selection was on their websites. We all knew about Peru, and we were all fucking like starting her her fucking fan club by the end <laughs> of the trip. Just a bunch of us walking in the middle of the street, and I go, "Did you go to Peru?" <laughs> fucking people was looking at us like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. These foreigners just shut the fuck up. All right. It must have been like fucking two a.m. <laughs> walking on the street yelling stupid shit. Okay, well, since we were on the topic of Japan, I'll give you a Japanese fact. It's kind so, of a twofer, since it's more than one. All right, so Ooh. whoa, whoa. whoa. Shit. that's a fact. Oh, <laughs> yeah, right. that's a fact, son. <laughs> Write that yeah. down. So, oh my, the reason why pro wrestling became so popular in Japan was after World War II when we decreed that you're no longer allowed to have a military. Like, nationalism was, like, their morale was super low. Yeah. Pro wrestling gave them an outlet to, like, have nationalistic pride in something because one of the top wrestlers back in those days was this man named Rika Dozan. He was a Japanese wrestler. He normally fought foreign white wrestlers and he always beat them. People fucking loved him. Mm. He was, like, the godfather of Japanese wrestling. That's the first fact about, like, why they love wrestling so much because they were demilitarized. Second fact, it also involves Rikidozan because he was stabbed with a knife coated in piss and died of an infection. Jesus. Wait, what, how did that happen? Well, he went up in a pro wrestling match against an MMA fighter. Um, I can never remember his first name, but his last name is Kimura because that's the, the Kimura lock is named after him. I was going to say CM Punk? No. no probably. <laughs> about the same outcome. So anyways, the, well, it wasn't an MMA guy. He was a judo practitioner. Okay. So. S- Steven Seagal? No. <laughs> Chudo, not Hakido. <laughs> Hakido is fucking not, not where you fight sitting down. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, they were going to have their wrestling match. So Kimura agreed like, oh yeah, this is going to be a wrestling match, right? Rikidozan then proceeded to kick him in the nuts for real and chop him in the side of the neck for real. And basically like screwed him over. So legend has it, the Yakuza ordered the hit on Rikidozan because he got stabbed at a nightclub he owned with a knife covered in piss. And how, he died from an infection. How do they know the knife? I guess... Did they leave the knife behind, or was it just pissed in his wound? I think it was, like, pissed in his wound. What if they just peed afterward? I don't know, but... That's how the godfather <laughs> of pro wrestling died. <laughs> Fucking stabbed with a piss-covered knife. This is... <laughs> sterile. Or was it shit? Hey, but... It was something covered in the knife. But Remember, it was some bodily fluid, but he died from being stabbed. But even if it is, like... I guess that's it's just, like... Gross. That's just, that's <laughs> just like... Be like... You know how, like, pissing on someone is, like, a thing, like, when they're down or some shit like that, like, golden showers? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like you didn't, like, make it sound like the whole, like, fetish thing. You're like, yeah, it's a thing, right? I'm thinking, like, unless you've been stung by a jellyfish. So, I guess it's, like, uh, it's, like, demoralizing or something like that. So, you just, I guess, pee on your blade. Pouch. What I'm saying is, next time you're going to stab somebody. Pee on the blade. Pee on the blade, or just like just take wipe a, some shit on it. Yeah, just just wipe your ass with the blade before you. Don't start. wipe your ass with the blade. <laughs> You're gonna make the same face you did when the pressure was too high. <laughs> no need. Uncomfortable. Just coming out like I don't like that. <laughs> I'm sorry, this is episode two thirty six. Anyway, uh, <laughs> that was bothering you, huh? Yeah, I just saw it. I just read my fucking outline. Um, <laughs> what was I gonna say? But. Ah, shit, what was I going to say? I mean, like, is so is New Japan, like, the, basically the, the biggest wrestling franchise over it there? It currently is right now, but there was a period of time in the 90s where, like, it wasn't the biggest. 
all Japan pro wrestling actually became the biggest. Okay. Because there'll be certain lull periods because um, when New Japan was the biggest, you, uh, you have what was called the Three Musketeers of New Japan. It was Great Mudo, I'm just blanking on their names. Oh, Masahiro Chono and Shinja Hashimoto. They were the three top wrestlers. Like, they were known as the Three Musketeers. Like, they were the three best wrestlers. Fucking people loved all three of them. They went on to do huge stuff. They're all legends. After them, they didn't really have that, like, oh, shit, this is the next big thing. In all Japan, they had the four pillars of heaven, which was Kenta Kobashi, Toshiaki Kawada, Akira Taue, and uh, Mitsuhara Masawa. And these four dudes killed it constantly. Like, Masawa holds the record for the most five-star matches in Dave Meltzer's, like, uh, pro wrestling review, and he's, like, a very respected journalist. He has 26 matches on there. Like, no one's ever going to break Masawa's record. Mm. So when they came out, fucking all Japan became like, we need to watch this. This is the top shit. This is where the big dogs are at. After they left all Japan, it kind of had a lull again. And then New Japan stepped back in. Because now, for the past couple of years, like, New Japan's been the top dog. But now they're starting to kind of reach that lull again. Mm. So, so they, they've been switching forever. It's not so much necessarily switching. It's like certain companies will have, like, lulls and then other companies step up like their talent will like is it because they're stealing talent no that's not that's the thing is like they very rarely steal talent because mm. like, that was a thing with the you know monday night wars oh, it was monday wars, stealing talent. talent like recently um there's this uh federation of japan called dragon gate they are fucked because they're really shitty at like making new stars and their two biggest stars they had that were homemade just left like a wrestler who spent his entire career there just left and went to new japan Another wrestler, not only did he quit, he took six of his top prospects with him. Goddamn. So their equivalent of WrestleMania last year only drew like 9,000 people. This year, after all those dudes left, drew f- like 5,000 people. That's so true. they might go tits up. So are is Japan known for their love of wrestling? Because I've never oh, heard yes, of it. Yes, definitely. I know that they love baseball. Like baseball's huge. Uh, like back in the, like the like early '80s, wrestler Antonio Inoki created what was known as strong style. So he blended pro wrestling with like hard looking strikes and like MMA submissions. Basically, made it look more real, and they fucking loved it. So that yeah. show you guys went to New Japan. It was a New Japan show. No, it was a Sendai Girl show. It was an oh, all female okay. promotion. Okay. But because the way it was set up is like the the match order. It's kind of like. Newer wrestlers who were still a little like rookie, like that one wrestler we saw where she did like eight drop kicks in her match, mm-hmm. and you knew she was gonna get her ass whooped. Because the minute moved. she came out, she had very generic like ring gear on and no like like pomp and circumstance, no flash. And I turned him like she's gonna get the shit kicked out of her in this tag match, and mm-hmm. she got the shit kicked out of her in that tag yeah. match, and she took the pinfall. So it progresses from like starter to mid level to like the last two matches were like the real heavy hitters, and like legitly heavy hitters. They were fucking driving knees onto each other. Double stomping, fighting in the crowd, diving through yeah. ropes. Like. That's what Japan is known for, like their strong style. Like their wrestling. Yeah. Ever since I've known about professional wrestling, I've known that it was big in Japan. Every wrestler you've ever heard of wrestled in Japan at one point in their lives. Chris Jericho. Everybody. Chris Benoit, Lance Storm, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Was there yeah. a fuck ton of people there? It, it was, was a smaller show. Yeah. Because oh. it's, like, it's kind of a... Almost an indie company. Yeah, like I would say, yeah, I would say most seats were filled out, even though yeah. it was a, sm- a smallish place. But most seats were filled out. Yeah. I mean, if you, how much? Like how? Let's say you bought them for like three thousand yen, right? The tickets. Uh, they were like, yeah, like. I think they were forty bucks. Like forty five, I think. Yeah. How much would a New Japan show be? Depends on where you sit. Mm, yeah. Because okay. like, if it's like front row, like talking about U.S. dollars, you're gonna be in the hundreds. Yeah. Especially yeah. like depending on the event, like. Wrestle Kingdom, which is their WrestleMania, which is held in the Tokyo Dome, 
I can imagine you paying out the ass to be in the front yeah. row. For like they, the, they the, sold out at Tokyo Dome before. Yes, okay. the tickets okay, we got, the tickets we we got were the cheapest tickets at at the show, the forty five dollar okay. ones, okay. and the seats were really good too. Like yeah. it didn't feel like we were all the way in the nosebleeds or anything. Okay, yeah. Okay, so we are pretty well educated on Japanese uh, wrestling history. A little bit, a, little a bit. lot more. I always yeah. bring more with my wealth of useless Japanese wrestling knowledge. So Japanese wrestling knowledge. Okay. Are you satisfied with this fact? Let's just do that and make that a thing. Are you satisfied with these useless facts? Uh, okay. So you're. I got. A, I got a one in the back pocket that's not Ja Japanese related. So your goal now is to see if he's happy with the facts. Is that his goal? Yeah, that's his goal now. I, I like the facts. I like the okay. the, the the covered in piss blade. Okay. Why oh, that came big in Japan? Okay. Yeah, I like, I like that. Okay. But we'll be cl- we're giving it up to. Let's I'm not do that. Myself. Okay, Let's just just for the hell of it, what's the one in your back pocket? Okay, the one in my back pocket that wasn't related to Japan was uh, apparently basketball used to be played in a steel cage. <laughs> <laughs> and then what the re- yeah you I, wanna- there's no way shut yes. the fuck up yes shut the fuck up back in up. the days yes pouch look this up look okay, it up shut and the you want to know the reason up. they st- <laughs> you want to know the reason they stopped doing it it's because pe- players on teams are like I bet we can win if we start shoving the other team's players into the fence so they get hurt and can't play <laughs> shut the fuck up I- I'm gonna go bullshit on this fact let me see <laughs> I, okay, so this is a uh, one second. I'm on the Sports Illustrated website, so they're, they're I would imagine they're pretty legit. Um, when the court was a cage, oh god, on, <laughs> the players were segregated from the fans. Uh, let me see here. This sounds like like Argentina, because in the uh, the soccer matches they. The whole stadiums have like giant fences because the fans are fucking lunatics. So it's almost like a cage. But I don't see why they would do that here. Wait, where was basketball invented? I don't England? No. I don't know where it was invented, but I found the old timey photo of the cage <laughs> around it. Yeah. Their court in a social hall was enclosed literally in a cage, a 12 foot. High wire mesh fence set along the end lines and sidelines. Is that legal? <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> it was... Uh, Boom! Fact. So, let's see here. The sports beginnings 100 years ago. A uh, PE teacher at the YMCA training school in Springfield, Massachusetts needed a challenging game to amuse a board gym class, so he invented basketball. A, s- <laughs> okay. a scant five years later, in 1896, the first acknowledged professionals took the floor in Trenton, New Jersey, and their court... Oh, it was in New Jersey. Oh, God. Jersey. And their court was in the cage. So, yeah, it's fact. Is that a fact, Milky? Are you satisfied with this fact? Well, I am, but <laughs> I kind of still call bullshit, even though it's the truth. Yeah. Has anyone ever, like, done a like a three-pointer from the top of the cage? <laughs> <laughs> Into an elbow drop? <laughs> well, there you go. That is the, the other f- random fact. That wasn't Japan-related <laughs> or wrestling-related. All right. All right. So you are satisfied? Definitely. We can move on. Anything and everything we talked about, you can find at droploves.com. You can follow us on Twitter at droploves.pc and like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Podcast, or by searching droploves productions on Facebook. You can follow me on Instagram at droploves. And please go check out our YouTube channel. That's youtube.com slash droploves. Please drop a loads and then letter P. Weekly videos going up. Check it out. <laughs>
Please don't forget to check out the BS Podcast Network. It's a cool network of podcasts that are up by the dudes at PBS. You can check it out. You can also check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash BS Podcast Network. You can donate a few shillings. It'll really help us out. Uh, you can check uh, check out BS Podcast Network at BS Podcast BS Podcast Network.com. We're also on two internet radio stations. The first one is the Mix Talk, T H E M I X X FM, where we're played on 12 p.m. Central. Uh, 1 p.m. Eastern on Tuesdays. We're also on Cornucopia Radio. That's C-O-R-N-U-C-O-P-I-A hyphen radio. That's C-O-U-K. We're played randomly and runs throughout the week. So hopefully one day you just have to tune in and listen to us. And please don't forget, don't forget to check out the YouTube. Weekly shows are going up. There's a variety of shows. Hopefully you just, you know, throw a dart. You happen to find one that you like. And uh, don't forget to check out SPJ's third finest hour of his entire life, and that's the Don Francisco Promise Historia for the lower price of $1.50 on droppingloads.podbean.com. So until next time, we love dropping loads. So this dude's face is red as the devil's dick, and he is shithouse drunk. No, not that hot dog, man. (laughs) Racist hot dog, man. And I had just shaved my armpits on the trip. Something I do. Don't judge. I call you gay every day, and it's not fucking that funny to me.